Winter of the Wallcrawler. Welcome back to DQP Does, the Drafty Quarters Podcast Network movie review show where we do disco dance in 2007 and try to make girls look at us when I can't tell if they're intrigued or disgusted. With me this evening is my co-host Russell. I was frustrated we watched this movie. <laughs> like like I I know this is just the intro piece, but like I was He's he's not even gonna let me introduce you. He's just gonna nope. start shit talking. <laughs> I'm not in the show. <laughs> I was genuinely annoyed after watching the movie. Okay. I was grumpy for three hours afterwards. <laughs> I'm sorry, buddy. Uh and also with us. <laughs> also with us is Dave. When I was a young boy, my father took me into the city to see a marching band. Don't you <laughs> fucking mix the two. I just uh, want to say how much I hated emo, jazzy, edgelord, Spider-Man. Yeah. I had to do an edgy emo lyric. You should have picked like a used song. That's true. We'll, we'll go or again. Fucking cut my wrists and black my eyes. Like pick a bad band. Not MCR. One. You fuck. Cut my wrists, black my eyes. What song is that? Ohio is for lovers by Hawthorne Heights. Oh, cut my wrists and black my eyes. <laughs> Welcome to Dusty Dust Goes Emo. <laughs> again <laughs> i'm not okay <laughs> I promise. Uh, we're not okay after watching this movie well welcome welcome to the third installment of the winter of the roll crawler where we watch spider-man 3 from 2007 pg-13 two hours and 19 minutes of dog shit I liked a little bit of it until yeah, he went emo. Until he went real emo. I'm like, fuck, what the fuck is going okay, on? Okay, I, I I have to say that I did like a little bit of this, but I'm gonna do like I'm I'm gonna try to do a synopsis. Uh Spider-Man it, like thinks he's the shit all of a sudden because New York likes him and uh Mary Jane is jealous for some reason. Um what? Can I say one thing? He was Real shitty to Kristen Dunst, and I'm just saying she could have done a lot better. She could have had a better boyfriend. She could have, like, like Dave, like me. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like me. Is your last name Franco? Could no. She's into Francos. Oh shit! That's... Are, are you the lost Dave Franco? I am. I am the lost Dave Franco. Anyway, the fatter, less successful Dave Franco. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Uh, Spider-Man's like full of himself at the beginning because people all of a sudden love him and he's not used to it and he it rubs uh, Kirsten Kirsten Dunst Kirsten sorry Kirsten guys Kirsten Dunst we we got uh, some fan uh, grumbling about Kristen Dunst oh did we <clears throat> yeah sent to me personally oh shit <clears throat> I was like not, did not I miss an email no I don't think I have that email attached to my phone 
I have to fix that when I get my iPhone 13 before you. Um, I don't either, but I'm supposed <laughs> to be the social media guy. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, bud. Uh, but anyway, uh, he kind of treats her like shit, and like then she breaks up with him. So, so like, I'm gonna. I want to talk to. I want to talk about that uh, here in a minute after I'm done with this. Uh, enter way too many villains. Uh, some shit happens. Uh, fucking Harry plays MJ and Peter against each other and him and becomes Goblin Jr., which is fucking terrible. And, uh, we get like, uh, the Foreman Venom and we get weird disco dancing emo peter parker that is also like a douche that takes advantage of the girl that lives in his apartment building and like and that girl's cool yeah she's just super nice to him sweetheart she she makes cookies yeah and he's like oh do you have nuts You, you go make me some of those bitch like fuck off bro like yeah. god damn shitty ass spider-man <sighs> uh yeah i mean whatever like for some reason there's like no exposition of the end like it's just like a news reporter being like here's the final battle guys <laughs> Like it's like it's like a like the intro of like a Marvel vs. Capcom three. It's like uh, I don't remember any of this stuff. I remember Marvel vs. Capcom two. Here you go, Bill. Uh, give it all you got. You know, uh, take you for a ride. Um, that would have been better than this. Just watching some MVC matches. Um. <laughs> I'd watch that. <laughs> like, yeah. fuck this movie. I, I want to applaud you, Shane. I want to give you some props. Why? Because your synopsis was as cohesive as this movie. <laughs> Dude, I was so fucking... Uh, God damn it. Um, I, wanted it, I wanted to not remember. I wanted it to erase the bad memories. No, it brought up new bad memories. It did. Like, stuff that I forgot was in it. <laughs> like... Like, I didn't remember that there's literally no lead up to the climax of this movie. It's literally like a fucking news reporter going, and now so-and-so's been, fucking MJ's been kidnapped by Venom and Sandman. Yeah, like, dude. uses their names and everything, and you're just like, what? We, it, do they say Venom? We got, well, I don't, I don't think <laughs> they, don't they ever Venom, actually say but Venom. But, like, he's like, we thought I was Spider-Man, but we figured out it wasn't because he's got a big mouth full of teeth. And, like, teeth man. <laughs> <laughs> we, when we got to the third act, I was like, it felt like stepping in dog shit. Because <laughs> you walk outside... And you're like, ah, my day is good and great. And the what's sun that and smell? Fucking birds, and and then you're like, oh, yeah, uh, just no. random and uncalled for. Yeah. And you know, Harry dies saving Spider-Man after his butler told him that he shouldn't be mad at him. Uh, his butler Alfred. also kind of a bad actor. Yeah, <laughs> like I was, I was like, yeah, what yeah. is this dude? Yeah, that dude just needed a paycheck. Well, I, I'm pretty sure this is what happened. They were like, okay, we need a butler. And he's like, 
do you need like an Alfred Butler like that actually does stuff or do you just need like a Butler Butler no, just a Butler Butler and then like they fucking had so many notes on this movie and they're just like add all these characters and do all this shit and stuff and finally they were like okay dude look you're going to be the one that tells Harry that he needs to change and he's like I'm I'm a I'm actually a butler. Like <laughs> I'm a catering. Yeah, like you said you needed a butler butler and that's what I've been doing and when you're like lying and I'm I just go, "Yes, Mr. Osborne." You know? And now you want me to like give this whole speech about how Peter's not a bad guy and like his dad actually your dad actually killed himself and stuff and that you shouldn't hate Peter for it cuz he didn't do it. Like I've seen things in this home I've never spoken of. So it ends by Spider-Man nuking. He he nukes Venom with a pumpkin bomb, and like, there's no reason for that to have just like incinerated the the symbiote and Eddie Brock. Like, it doesn't even make sense. Like, them beating Sandman doesn't make any sense. And they, like, they like hint at a couple of ways that Sandman's been beaten before, and then they don't do it. He just, like, crumbles on his own. He's just like, I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> like, he just flies away yeah. in the sky. Oh, yeah, that's terrible, too. Drifts away. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, man, I'm sorry about your uncle. I didn't mean to kill him. And Peter's like... Yeah, bro, it's fine. And then he was just like, okay, peace. Drifts I off. go on to a better place. <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah, not here where the guy that I, whose uncle I killed uh, just forgave me. <laughs> That's where the better place I went, like down the street. <laughs> Got a fucking falafel. I want to uh, take all the Sandman scenes out of the movie and make a music video, like one of the old AMV style music videos. Dust in the Wind. To, uh, Dust in the Wind is good. I was thinking, give me the beat, boys. But <laughs> what in the fuck? So anyway, this this movie ends with uh, Peter and MJ getting back together without having ever resolved any of the very serious issues that they've caused in their relationship. So like, that's the movie, right? Like, basically, they just like cause some problems with. Uh, Peter and MJ insert bunches of villains. Peter saves MJ again. They get back together. So the same plot, general plot as two, but with more villains, worse acting, worse script, uh, worse casting. Uh, like the casting has been one of the best parts of the last two movies. And I just want to say that fucking Eric Foreman as Eddie Brock is like one of the biggest travesties of all time. Like, yeah. No. Yeah. But we did get. They, they should have just brought Joe Maginello back to pl- also play Eddie Brock. Yeah. Yeah. But and, we, di- we did get Bruce Campbell in his best role in Spider Man as Mysterio. no he's the french guy yeah i mean i don't know man so this is one of the things that i wanted to talk about because it it was interesting me to me the reaction because again cassie watched this movie with us Mm -hmm. so when when we were watching it um 
the thing that like really fucks up their relationship because she's jealous but she's like still kind of like holding it in right she's still like cool but he like just goes too far and he fucking (laughs) kisses this girl (laughs) he kisses he kisses gwen stacy yeah right and um i mean obviously he did that right in front of fucking mj that's fucked up right yeah yeah that is not okay Right, and then Correct. he just kind of like acts like it's fine, like no big yeah. deal. Yeah, and she flips out about it. He's not, he's not even venom yet. Yeah, he's not, not even. He's just yeah. he's just carried away with himself. He's just bad boyfriend Spider Man. Yeah, just bad boyfriend Spider Man. Um, and she flips out, which is totally understandable. And he's like trying to fix it. And at some point through this, he like he he still hasn't apologized which is one of the biggest like the first thing out of your fucking mouth should be sorry but he's like i don't know what's going on call me back blah 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 i'm sorry we watched a little bit of seinfeld beforehand and uh so then she's like uh i should like go to peter no you know what i'm gonna go to harry so she goes to harry and this is like after Harry's gotten a bump on his noggin and he forgets that he's a bad guy. Because <laughs> I forgot to add that into my synopsis, which is yeah. about the dumbest fucking thing. <sighs> right next to the the fucking goblin glider getting turned into the hoverboard from fucking I didn't, Back to the Future. I didn't hate that. I fucking did. That is not Goblin. Fuck off with that bullshit. It's anyway. cool in Back to the Future. It is not cool in fucking Spider-Man. <laughs> anyway. So she goes to Harry and then like makes out with Harry for a second. Right? Uh-huh. But she hasn't actually broken up with Peter yet. Uh-huh. And like... That was, like, an even shittier thing to do. Uh-huh. And then, like, she's just, like, and, like, hit... I don't know. It, the whole thing is fucking terrible. And, like, this is, like... Yeah, you no longer, like, feel sorry for her. Yeah, there's there's no empathy she... for her when she goes out and does the same thing that yeah, he did. kisses Harry. Because, like, as much as, you know, she should have broken up with Peter... Like, cause she should have that. That's totally a break up a bull offense. You know, you saw him like he was with you and then ran off yeah. and knew you were standing there and kisses another girl. Yeah. Like nobody else knows who he is, but that doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. Right. So she's like, supposed that's, to forget that. Yeah, that's that's oh, totally, shit. that's totally break up a bull, right? Yeah. Yeah. But so like, there's just like a weird characterization in these characters that is not good. And that's not even like the worst part of this movie. <laughs> That's just like we're fucking up our characters that we've had for a while and we've done two whole movies with. Yeah. But you know, we're just starting to trip. Pretty soon we're going to fall down the stairs and then like jump out the window at the bottom of the stairs and we've only fallen down the first four flights of the 80-story building. So we're going to fucking take a horrible tumble here and yeah. that is the rest of the movie. Yeah. It's true. Man, do I hate emo fucking Spider-Man. <laughs> you just fucking hate that part. Right? Like, Fuck, that I whole, hate emo jazzy Spider-Man. Whole, like the whole second act, basically. I thought, so before rewatching it, I thought that was the worst part of the movie. Yeah. 
it, and then it's the rest not, of the movie happened. Yeah, yeah. Like the whole the the worst part I think is giving Harry amnesia just to give them like give them what? like to, what the I, fuck is the point I of that? don't know to show scenes where they're friends again because they haven't done that for two movies like the whole thing that it it doesn't make any sense because like he basically could have just said Peter I forgive you and then gone into that whole part yeah and then throw the 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 whole fight scene in you know make it make it go into the fight scene that they had before uh Harry gets blown up. Yeah. And like that would have been way better and made more sense than them having a fight scene and Harry getting fucking amnesia. Yeah, so so the two fight scenes, the two the first two fight scenes of the movie I actually really like. Like as far as the like one with action Harry scenes. and the one with uh Sandman. Yeah, the first the first two scenes, the one yeah. with Harry and the one with the one with Sandman. Like those two fight scenes were really good. Mm-hmm. Like the resolution of the fight scene with Harry and Harry getting amnesia is fucking stupid. Him him just having beat Harry would have been fine, and Harry still being pissed off like would have been fine. And yeah. you know you get the other scene later where like he's dwelling on the hate, and fucking Alfred comes and tells him that he needs to forgive Spider-Man, and then fucking Spider-Man blows half his face off, and then, you know, he's mad again, but he also has to go help Spider-Man save Mary Jane. Would have been, like, a better story arc for the two of them. Yeah. Here's how you make this a better movie. There's Here's how you make this not a total dog shit movie. Okay, where the emo (laughs) Spider-Man? No, yeah. Venom isn't in this movie. Okay, Venom's yeah, he not. He should in it. not have been. Should in not it. In which it. he was should shoehorned in into it. the movie anyway. Sam right. Raimi doesn't like the character Venom. Sam Raimi didn't want to do the character Venom. Well, the studio made him. That's weird, but okay, that's fine. Uh, he shouldn't have been in it. So here's how you make a better movie: you you start with the Sandman shit, right? And you do the whole Sandman stuff. That's what gets in between, um, uh, Peter and MJ. Because you're going to have the Peter MJ fight in every movie in, yeah. in this universe. Okay? That's just how it is. So, you do the same man stuff. You find out that the police think that he's the one that shot Ben, which I don't like that either. But that's where they were going, so just do it. Uh, so, then he gets prickly. That throws off Mary Jane. She goes to Harry. Harry is being duplicitous, acting like he's friends again. But really, he's, like, setting up this whole plot of trying to get MJ away from him just to hurt him. So forget the whole fucking uh, stupid amnesia thing. That didn't happen. He's just like, man, I'm sorry. I forgive you. Let's be friends again. They start becoming friends. You have, like, a little stupid montage like they like to do where they're being, aha, yeah, we're friends. Woo, we're doing stuff in the city. <clears throat> and then prickly stuff with MJ. They have problems. She goes to Harry. Harry makes out with her. Then he starts the shit. You know, then you have this conflict. The whole time, Spider-Man's been fighting Sandman. Can't fucking get a handle on him because it's Sandman. You, like, for some reason, Peter's not smart in this universe. So we continue on. And eventually, we have a climactic battle with, uh, with Harry. And we get the same kind of conclusion where he comes around... And figures out that he, you know, Peter really didn't kill, uh, 
Norman, that Norman was Green Goblin and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And he comes around and then he helps Peter stop Sandman. And you could have Sandman go after fucking May because he knows who May is because he killed her fucking husband. Right. You know? So, like, I mean, that's basically the same movie, but streamlined and made into a cohesive fucking structure as opposed to whatever the fuck this is. Yeah. Or, so, like, I like everything you said, minus the whole keeping the part where Flint Marco Sandman killed Uncle Ben. Yeah, I mean that's dumb. But yeah, I didn't I, I didn't like that either. I didn't like that they went back and like which sometimes is okay, but I don't know. I don't feel like they needed to do that. Like we didn't need a twist on Ben's death. Like no. just to shoehorn Ben also into the movie again. For him to not even say anything poignant. Yeah. Like cuz like that's Ben's whole point. <laughs> yeah. So, I <sighs> I don't know. That article I read that was like, Spider-Man 3 is not as bad as you remember it being. I mean, you're correct. It's worse than I remember it being. <laughs> but that's not what you said in the actual body of the article. You said this movie says a lot of stuff that needed to be said. What? What did it say that needed to be said? That's, I don't, I don't remember. I watched the movie and I forgot whatever fucking article I read. It was by a Flinder? Fuck that guy. Maybe. Whoever that guy was, no. Because, okay, like, how about this? We've talked about how awesome J.K. Simmons has been as J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah. Both of the previous movies. Yeah, and how he got more lines in Spider-Man 2, because he was awesome in Spider-Man 1. Yeah, true. And they turned him into a blood pressure joke Yep, in this movie, and that was like one of his two scenes. Yeah. Yeah, now that, uh, so that joke also ties into real life a little bit. So, like, it being there, okay, because he was actually hospitalized uh, during the filming of this movie. Okay. Uh... So I think, and I think that's also why he's in it less, because he was, like, in the hospital for a little bit, because he had a heart attack. Um, but, like, so he's, he's in, like, what, three scenes of this movie? Yeah. Yeah. But, okay, so, like, if that's part of the movie, or if that's part of the real life of the movie... You know, like we're we're blending real life in the movie. Yeah. How about you put fucking Jameson in the hospital and make Robbie run it? Oh, that'd have been good. And Peter and Jonah have a nice scene in the hospital. And then later he claims it's because he was drugged, like I mean, that's Dude, that that's a good. totally fucking jo- J. That, Jonah Jameson thing. Like, yeah, that'd have been good. Five seconds just made a better movie. Like, come on, yeah. guys. I did like to see at the end though, where he's like, "You want a job?" Yeah, <laughs> I mean that was nice. I mean that that's that was more Jonah than the rest of the Jonah stuff. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> but like, how did they fuck that up? How did they fucking cast Foreman as fucking Venom? Dude, I, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I remember reading 
when uh, the movie was coming out, I remember it was a big deal that Eric <laughs> Topher. <laughs> no, it's Eric Foreman. <laughs> For a second, I thought his name was Eric. Uh, I Eric remember Grace. reading how in, how. Topher Grace put on 20 pounds of muscle specifically for this role and so on and so forth. Wow. And like I was mild, like I was reluctant to be like, no, he's going to be a terrible Eddie Brock. And then the movie came out and I was like, what the fuck? He's terrible Eddie Brock. Yeah. I also don't know why he was like a vampire. Dude, I don't. Yeah, he had weird. Like vampire teeth. Yeah, I mean it's okay when like Venom's face is out and he's got weird teeth. That's fine. Yeah, but he had weird teeth, and they kept like pulling back the mask thing. Oh, so that's a th- that was the thing too. Like they made it seem like when he had the black Spider-Man suit on, it was a suit, and he kept taking the symbiote off and putting it in the trunk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then putting it back on and so on and so forth they kept like doing that but then like when he's in the bell tower he's like stretching the mask off as like as if it's tendrils yeah and so there was like the it did, the, the, the suit didn't make any sense or how so that okay so it doesn't make any sense in the movie because they don't fucking explain anything in I'm pretty sure in the books it sort of works that way at first and then he figures out that he can make it change it's been a long time since I read that stuff. But. I thought it was in his stomach. No. So, like, how it happens in... Because, okay, so a little history lesson with Shane. Ooh. Um, I'm here for it. <laughs> uh, when the Beyonder first takes all the... Or not all, but some of the superheroes and some of the supervillains and creates the first battle world in sec- the original Secret War in, like, the late 70s, early 80s? I don't remember exactly when it happened. Um... Spider-Man's one of them, and uh, in a battle with, like, Doc Ock and Magneto and Doom or something, uh, his suit gets, like, damaged, and he's like, I need to, you know, I need a sewing kit. So he goes into this place, and he finds a lab, and he finds the symbiote in a tube, and, and he, like, it looks like a suit. So he takes it out and puts it on, and then he's running around in the black suit the rest of the time. And then mm. when they go back to Earth, he takes it with him. And that's when he finds out that it's not just like a suit that it's a symbiote Hmm. Um, okay so like uh i i want to say but i'm not 100 percent about this i haven't read it in a long time i want to say that it acts like a suit at first and Mm. then okay he finds out that it's not a suit and then he figures out that he can change it Mm. i gotcha they also like forgot he had spidey sense in this movie I also want to say that if, when he first starts fighting Venom, because like there's a whole thing about how Venom gets his powers, because the symbiote doesn't just like do certain things. It learns a lot of how it works from Spider-Man. Yeah. Like the webs, the look, yeah. uh, like the web shield, which makes yeah. an appearance, which he uses in this movie, which yeah. is cool. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff that comes from spider-man and what i i want to say again i don't it's been a long time since i read the original venom stuff but i i did read it at one point uh i want to say that the the symbiote figured out how to get around 
his spider senses, so he yeah. couldn't trust him, trust yes, them for a while. That is a thing. So, so like when he's fighting, there's a point at the end where he's fighting just Venom, where it makes sense that he can't. He's like having a hard time because he doesn't see it coming. Right. Um, when he's fighting Sandman, it doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah, Sandman, like, clobbers him, yeah. like, in all the fights. And even Goblin, like, Goblin Jr. at the beginning in the fight scene with him, like, gets a lot of hits in. Yeah. And shouldn't, because he's Spider-Man. Like, definitively, one of the things that makes Spider-Man such an OP character is his spider sense. Yeah. Like, because it goes off, like, wild. Like, yeah. he's in the middle of a fight. Like, he knows he's in danger already. It's not just about him knowing he's entering danger. It's not the theme music from a video game. It's him consistently sensing danger, even yeah. when already in danger. Like, it doesn't just stop. Like, he still gets hit because there's just stuff that he can't avoid sometimes. Right. Or he, like, take he makes sacrifice plays a lot, too. Yes. He takes the hit to get the advantage a lot, right. too. Like, yeah. Spider-Man is a very tactical fighter. Yes. And that's why all the fucking twirling and all the shit he does makes a lot of sense because like a lot of that for most superheroes and is just for talking. show but yeah and so a lot of that is just like kind of for show like it's just them showboating yeah. it's like the nba player that can do all the tricks and stuff that mm -hmm. doesn't actually give them any advantage yeah like but so it is wildly important in the comics and the animated series that he cannot sense venom coming after him because right. the symbiote like for one and i don't think it's ever exactly explained it's just like the symbiote was a part of him for so long that he yeah. like it's gets like, around his spider sense yeah i don't think they actually specifically say they might later at some point uh there's some really wild venom stuff that happened in the last year in the comics if you guys don't know like i like, don't the god of the symbiotes came to earth and tried to take over so that was yeah. cool interesting I want to read that shit. The Apparently, Black, like uh, Gore, the God Butcher's uh, sword. Does he have a sword? Yeah. Uh, apparently, his sword originally belonged to yes the Shadow or the Black the King, King, the King in Black, the King in Black, the Null, symbiote the King, King in Black. Null. Yeah. yeah. I thought I was like, whoa, are they going to do that? All because, Black, the Necro Sword. Yeah. Yeah. They, like. Like, fuck, dude, if in Blood and Thunder, they're like, this was Null's sword, da, 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 or whatever, something, I'm going to be like, oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah lore. Give dude, me lore. Dude, please. Yeah. You're saying a whole bunch of stuff that sounds real fucking metal, and I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You have uh, Unlimited. You need to read the... Oh, shit. Who's the guy? Uh, it's the Thor God of Thunder run... Uh, let me look it up. Uh, Hold on. Stasinski's. Uh, I know who you're, you're. It's not Walter. Um, he wrote a fuck ton of Thor, though. I think. Yeah. It's not that guy. This is a different one. Oh, okay. He wrote a lot of older stuff, I believe. Um, if you like the the sound of. Um, Gore the God Butcher, uh, and yeah, you've you've piqued my interest. All Black the Necro Sword, um, also like three Thors fighting together, like the but same so Thor. many Thors. Um, I bet they get pretty Thor. Oh yeah, sounds kind of Doctor Who ish. It's super Doctor Who ish because isn't it like 
younger it's, Thor, yeah, it's young middle Thor. Thor, and King Thor. Yeah, it's like young Thor, normal Thor, and King Thor from like the end of time. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, where the fuck? There it is. Uh, you 20... send it to me if you can. I was just trying to find out who the writer is. Jason Aaron. That's what it was. Mm. Uh, 2012 God of Thunder number one. Um, Thor God of Thunder number one. Uh, it's it's pretty fucking dope. Um, I'm in. I'm just. I'll take a screenshot. I guess. I have like the first twenty something issues of God of Thunder. Really? Yeah. The God anyway. of Thunder and rock and roll. <laughs> to the Kiss song. God of Thunder. Have we gotten that yet? Is that in any of the Thor movies? Kiss? Need... No, not the Kiss version. We need like the a version that we did? Children of Bodom version. Or the version you did. Yeah. That'd be good too. I mean, uh, I don't think I ever recorded it. It was just. But yeah, that's a really good run. Um, The null stuff is interesting. Yeah, I don't know what we were talking about before that. Oh yeah, Spider Man Three sucks. <laughs> it do be sucking. Uh, do you want to? Do you want to do uh, your my webs of wonder? Webs of wonder. That's what it was called. Yeah, let's do the webs of wonder. Sure. Let me pull it up again. Sorry. <clears throat> um. So the webs of wonder, which we know by now, it's a household name yeah um i'm gonna everybody's talking about it everyone yeah my grandpa (laughs) everyone um so i'm gonna give you a a spider-man yep give you a spider fact okay i'm gonna give you a weird villain okay we're to start with a spider-man okay we're to start with a little guy named superior spider-man little guy i mean he's not little it's it's literally peter parker's body is it oh what, what do I you got have? The wrong one. I, I got Otto Octavius as Spider Man. Yeah, yeah. So okay. It's <laughs> <laughs> different. No. Shane's oh. about to nerd explain you. <laughs> no. Please, go ahead please, and read your thing. Please nerd explain me. What, what's nerd your thing Daddy? say? Uh, Superior Spider Man. The Superior Spider Man is a superhero comic book series published by Marvel. I don't uh-huh. want to keep reading that. Everyone knows that. Um, January September or. January 2013 to September 2014. Okay. Must have run. Um, Was it that long ago? Yeah, dude. We're old. Written by Dan Slott. Oh, Dan Slott. With artwork by Ryan Stegman. I don't know him. And Humberto Ramos. Uh, The series continues from the world's events of the 2012 storyline Dying Wish, in which Peter Parker is killed off and replaced with his nemesis Otto Octavius who swapped consciousness with Parker and left him to die in his decaying body to ensure his own survival. Yeah. So Otto is dying. He's basically like been beaten to shit by Spider-Man so many times that his body's failing. Okay. (laughs) So he like hatches this huge plan and then like Spider-Man shows up and he basically like mind swaps with Mm. Spider-Man and then he's like, hey, you're in my dying body, bitch. And he runs off. Only like Peter's actually like still in his own body, but he like is like pushed to the background. 
Okay. So like they start like having like a conversation and then eventually uh Spider-Man like comes to the fore. <laughs> Or huh. Peter comes to the fore. Oh, uh, that explains it better than what I found. I remember mm. reading a crossover event where Peter is not acting like Peter, and yeah. I was like, what the fuck did they do to Spider-Man? And yeah. then it was later that I was like, oh, that was yeah. Octavius in Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really neat, Like, because I love... There's there's a lot. I mean, because every year they were doing a fucking event, right? Yeah. So there's a lot of stuff where it's Superior Spider-Man in the in the events, and mm-hmm. like he keeps doing stuff, and people are like, "Are you okay?" And he's like, "I'm fine. Shut up. Let me take the lead." And they're like, <laughs> "Wait a minute, Peter's acting super weird, dude. Like, are you guys <laughs> seeing this? Like, and one of my favorite things from that is the very first book." Uh, when the first time Otto like fights somebody because he's like fighting like a regular guy with a gun, yeah, and he like knocks the dude's jaw off, Jesus, <laughs> and he's like, What? and he's like, Oh my god, Peter's been holding back this whole time, he was trying not to kill all of us, like he's just like thinking about all of Peter's villains, and he's just like, He could have killed all of us, he could have just like knocked our fucking heads off. What? He has so much control. He is so his body is so powerful. It's I didn't know up. any of this. That's yeah, great. It's awesome. Yeah, so Superior Spider-Man. As explained by our nerd daddy Shane. You're welcome. Thanks, nerd daddy. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> the nerd daddy. I like that. Ooh. Um, got you a spider fact. You guys ready for a spider, spider fact? fact? Let's do it. You ready? Go ahead. Spiders are spooky. <sighs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> Everyone needs to know the spider facts. Okay. They're spooky. I got us a weird villain. Still no actual spider fact. That is an actual spider <laughs> fact. <laughs> All right, Dave. You do you, boo. I'm well researched, Russell. <laughs> <laughs> I got us a villain. You guys ready for a weird villain? Yeah. yeah. Uh, his name is the Hypno Hustler. Oh, okay. shit, yeah. <laughs> do you know the Hypno Hustler? I think I do. Uh, the Hypno Hustler is a fictional character, comic book supervillain in the Marvel comic universe created by Bill Man- Mantlo and Frank Springer. The character first appeared in Peter Parker, the Spectacular Spider-Man 24. Um, Anton Deslin is the lead singer of the Mercy Killers. <laughs> going by the name of Hypno Hustler. He and his band were scheduled to perform at a nightclub called Beyond Forever, which is a dumb name. When the club's manager catches Hypno Hustler robbing his safe, Hypno Hustler uses his hypnotic equipment on the manager. When it came to perform, Hypno Hustler and his band used their hypnotizing equipment on the audience in a plan to rob them as well. Peter Parker was at the club at the time and changed into Spider-Man. During the fight, Spider-Man discovered the Hypno-Hustler's headphones protected him from his own hypnotic music. Spider-Man managed to remove them from the Hypno-Hustler, causing him to become a victim of his own hypnosis. When the audience was free from the hypnosis, Hypno-Hustler and the Mercy Killers were webbed up and left for the police. (laughs) <laughs> Hypno Hustler last appeared at the Vil Anon meeting. There's a Vil Anon meeting with Armadillo 
Big yes. Wheel, yes. Equinox, Man Bull, and Schizoid Man. I know Man Bull. I know the first. What was Armadillo? Big, Big wheel. wheel. Okay, I know those. And Equinox. I, know, I don't know Equinox. Man Bull. I know Man Bull. Schizoid Man. I don't know Schizoid Man. Wait, maybe I do. I don't know. Maybe he'll be coming up next then. Okay. Uh. Yeah, I want to pick it's Hipdos. Funny. Because there's a thing, like, we talked about this last week in the, uh, the hostful. We were talking about Hawkeye. In the Matt Fraction run, uh, there's a, another, uh, or no, it's not an auction. It's like a gala. It's like a, a big high society gala. And, uh, there's a bunch of villains there, like Kingpin and shit. And, uh. They have this entertainment entertainment that they hired to uh, be at the gala, and it's a like a Cirque du Soleil kind of thing. Okay, but they're uh, what is their what's the ringmaster? Because it's like circus. Yeah, the ringmaster is a hypnotist, and like Kate knows that he's a hypnotist, so he, she brings these like uh, glasses. Uh, for her and Hawkeye to wear. So when like he performs, he hypnotizes everyone in the building except for them. And then he like robs them all. But they're like a bunch of villains and shit. So they're like, what are they going to do? Call the police? Oh shit. Yeah. So then like <laughs> Kate and Hawkeye rob them. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> and they like drive off in a yacht. <laughs> I need to read this. It sounds like it sounds great. Yeah, it's pretty good. This is the picture of Hypno Hustler. That's why I so chose. Yes, to, to I do him. know him. I've I've seen that guy. Solid character right there. Yeah, he's got like a bright pink guitar. It's a BC Rich. <laughs> it's a BC Rich. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's a like seventies or eighties fucking like. <laughs> Jackson and BC Rich guitar. But that has been the webs of wonder. All right. Are we going to do the corner? We can. Do you have the corner? I do. Do you want me to do is the corner? There, is there trivia worth knowing about this movie? Probably not. But probably. <laughs> right, let's do it anyway. Let's go to the corner. Pack up your shit. Welcome to Dave's Trivia Corner. Dave's Trivia Corner! Where the point of this corner is for you to say... Ooh, neat. Damn right. I like I just point at people now. No one can see this, but I just point. <laughs> I have so much power. <laughs> power courses through me. All right. You guys ready? Yeah. At around an hour and eight minutes on May 4th, 2007, while promoting the film on The Tonight Show with Jay Leno, Thomas Hayden Church revealed that he broke three knuckles during the subway scene where he swings to punch Spider-Man and ends up punching a chunk of the wall away. Church said that the effects crew had told him that the brick in the middle was fake while the upper and lower ones were real. Unfortunately, the foam brick had not actually been put in place yet. And when Sam Raimi yelled action, Church spun around and punched the real brick on the first take. <laughs> so the dude straight up broke his... Dude, that's no. a classic That's a classic mistake with uh, props. Like, You should have checked the brick before you punched it. Yeah, I would definitely have. <laughs> 
Uh, Sam Raimi was deeply unhappy from how the film turned out. He had hoped that the planned fourth film would have made up for it. Mm. But there's no fourth film. Yeah. Nope. Nope. (sighs) That was back when critic reviews determined whether or not we were getting sequels instead of ticket sales. Because this movie still made a bunch of money. Right. Um, All of the screams uh, Kirsten Dunst had for this film were recycled from Spider-Man 1 and Spider-Man 2. So she didn't, she didn't scream? I don't know why, but she just recycled them all. <laughs> I've already screamed. Take it from another movie. <laughs> Star power. It was considered at one point to split the film into two films. Should have. Yep, I agree. Um, Bryce Dallas Howard performed her own stunts during the crane accident scene, unaware that she was pregnant at the time of filming. Who was? Uh, Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah, Bryce oh, Dallas Howard. Quinn Stacy. Yeah. Um, this was also Cliff Robertson's final film before his death on September 10, 2011, at the age of 88. That's Ben. Oh. Oh. Yeah, he didn't look Fuck. great in that scene. Yeah. I'm sad now. Sorry. I mean, I'm sad for him that this was his final film. <laughs> yeah. Um, I got a few more. Sure, go for it, man. You guys ready? Yeah. You don't seem pretty wowed. I mean, we'll see. It's hard, man. <laughs> it's true. In total, the film took two years and ten months to make. And ended up being this bad? Yep. What a waste of time. Yep. It's not neat at all. It's tragic. All right, got one more. Because it's going over not well, apparently. No, nah, man, go for it, nah. dude. Like Harry's lab contains his father's green goblin mask, as well as a gold hobgoblin mask from the comics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like gold, gold though, instead of like yellow with an orange hood. Mm, it's like gold, gold. Yeah, yeah. That was. I think we were supposed to get hobgoblin in the fourth movie. Mm, that that would have been more dope. sense. <laughs> yeah. All right. Did you get a home neat? No. Nah, this movie sucks. But the corner's great, right? No, we the love, corner we is, love the corner. The corner's awesome. We love the corner, it's right? Not, it's not the corner's fault. It's the movie's fault. It's true. It's I mean, also it's, pretty cold it, in this corner. It wasn't neat that she performed her own stunts while being pregnant, and it wasn't neat that this was Ben's last movie. And the other facts were all right. This, this has been the other bit, raiding the corner bit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll always give it the corner. Russell right in the corner. <laughs> he gets a theme song. It took me this long to get a theme song, and he gets one in one take. Bullshit. Uh, okay. I don't know. I'm just trying to try and shit. It's not working. All right. This has been the this, corner. This is what Sam Raimi felt like for the last year and a half of filming for Spider-Man 3. It's yeah. just not just, working. I just can't save this. This is trash. I'm Sam Raimi, guys. All right. This has been Dave's Trivia Corner. Dave's Trivia Corner. Uh, <laughs> post-trivia corner trivia. Oh. Ted Raimi is the guy that works Ted Raimi is Sam Raimi's brother And is the guy that works in J. Jonah Jameson's office with the glasses Hoffman? Yeah Yeah I think so Yeah yeah. We said that in one Did we say that? Yeah. I didn't think we had said that yet Pretty sure we did I think his did. other brother is in it His other Ivan uh, helps write Helps write yeah I don't think he's really in anything 
Yeah, because one of the corners that I didn't read was Sam Raimi is the director, Ivan Raimi is one of the writers, and Ted is Hoffman. Hoffman. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, do you guys want to rate this fucking turd? Oh, I'd rate this turd. Yeah. Fuck, boys. I'm surprised we're not rating this turd right now. All right. <laughs> Let's fuck this pig. Uh, I'm going to give this a f- three and a half out of ten. God damn. Um, and it hurts me to rate a Marvel movie that low, but uh, I mean, it doesn't matter anymore. It's from 2007. And nobody gives a shit. Everybody hated this movie because it's pretty bad. I give it three and a half points because the uh, CG wasn't offensively bad and they made a two hour and 19 minute something that made it to theaters and made a lot of money. So that gets them three and a half points. J.K. Simmons was still in it. Uh, Okay, Thomas Hayden Church was an excellent casting for... Sandman. I agree. What yep. they did with Sandman was trash, but he was an excellent casting. So we'll give it we'll give it a three and a half, mostly based on them casting Thomas Hayden Church as Sandman. <clears throat> Russell. Um speaking of casting, uh Gwen Stacy's dad was awesome. Gwen Stacy's dad has got, got it going on. I sing a lot. I didn't in this plan episode. that, but I hoped for it. I love singing. Yeah, that's good. Um, but I agree. He did a good job. Yeah, yeah. All and one I, and a half scenes he's in. Yeah, and Thomas Hayden Church. I agree with you. Wonderful casting for Sandman. Completely squandered. Mm-hmm. Which hopefully is made up for in two weeks. <sighs> one or. In a few weeks, are we going to say, why did they try to put so many villains in this movie again? Yep. <laughs> I don't know. Closer I'm... it gets, the scarier I get, man. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to rate this movie. Am I not rating it? I don't think I'm going to rate it. I give it a zero, then. Well, I mean, that's not rating it, right? Then give it a one. Because I got to rate it lower than Eternals, because I'll watch Eternals again before I watch this fucking movie ever wow. again. Wow! God damn! I don't know if I want to watch Eternals again. <laughs> Would you give Eternals? I don't remember. I think I gave it a one. So give it a point five. You like it half as much as Eternals? No. Less? Yeah. How much less? A lot. A point one. I don't even know that I can go that high. Point oh one. I'm gonna give a, a current SHIB price rating of point zero 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 four. Fuck. Uh, God damn. <laughs> and don't invest into this. Not SHIB. SHIB might be fine, but Spider Man 3. This show does not give financial advice. <laughs> We're not financial oh. advisors. Uh, advisors. 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 Russell is a financial <laughs> advisor, but that's not a real thing, so don't worry about it. Do not take our financial advice. I'm not even a advisor. I am an autist. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know, man. Fucking Fuck this movie. <laughs> like fucking rate this shit, Jesus. So give it. Uh, give movie's it a, bad. A real number. Uh, uh, pac- pa- pacing's bad. Um, plot's bad. The story's bad. The acting 
is also mostly bad, even from credible actors we had previously seen do wonderful jobs at acting. Um, Aunt May was good. Aunt May, always good. Always She's a, a classic. sweetheart. What, yeah. a, what a sweetie. Take her out to dinner. Um, I... Uh, I don't I don't have anything good to say about this movie. That you didn't already say, I guess. Okay. JK Simmons is in it. Uh <laughs> I don't dude zero. Really okay. this movie zero. zero. God damn. All right. Dave, how did you feel about this movie? Hey there. I know it's hard to feel like I don't care at all, where you and I are how you feel with these lights off as these wheels keep rolling on and on. And on and on. Slow things down or speed things up. Not enough or way too much. How are you when I'm gone? And I can't make it on my own. Because my heart is in Ohio. (laughs) So cut my wrist and black my eyes. So I can fall asleep tonight or die because you kill me. That song has never hit me as hard as it just did and that's exactly how this movie made me feel i good job dave you're welcome it's the best rating i've ever is it worth it can you even hear me standing with your spotlight on me not enough to feed the hungry i'm tired and i've felt it for a while now in this sea of lonely the taste of ink is getting old it's four o'clock in the fucking morning HD8. <laughs> Each day gets more like the last. Yeah. Still, I can see it coming while I'm standing in the river drowning. This could be my chance to break out. This could be my chance to say goodbye. And that's what we're going to say now. Because fuck this movie and fuck these emo songs. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, I fucking hate emo Spider Man. I don't like emo stuff. I give it like a three. You actually read the lyrics to one of my favorite emo songs. Yeah, I know. I like that song too. But I never had I an just, emo phase. That's just what I came up with. I denied having an emo phase. I'm still in my emo phase. I never had one. I had an ICP phase, but I don't want to talk about that. I fucking what? Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. We're going to talk about that next week on The Hostful. Oh, are we? Join us next week <laughs> on The Hostful. Uh, this Friday. Discuss. This Friday. Not this Friday. Yeah, this Friday. Yeah, this Friday. Yeah, this Friday. Oh, yes, this recording. comes out next Monday. Yeah. yeah. So this, this Friday, Friday we'll discuss. Yeah. Dave's ICP face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm writing it down. <laughs> he's, he's writing right now. No, it's okay. not. All right. So we rated a 3.5, a zero, and a three. So this is probably the lowest rated movie that we've had on the show. Um. Yeah, because anyone that comes on and rates Blade Runner lower than an eight is just not credited in our ratings. No, give it a five. I mean, <laughs> god damn it. I'm still counting like all of those ratings. This this is I mean, still, yeah, the, still lowest. the lowest. It's still the lowest. <laughs> that, that, like Nathan's ratings don't throw the bar off, and like the only movie that there was like a controversial rating of that I can remember is uh uh Ernest Scared Stupid. Because me and you both rated it really low, and Nathan and Doug both rated it really high. Yeah. Don't give us that fucking look. It's an audio medium. 
I'm mad I don't, that you guys rated I don't Ernest Scared Stupid low. Like stupid movies for the sake of being stupid movies. But it's Ernest, dog. It is Ernest. He's done a lot of stuff. He's been to jail. He's done. <laughs> he's played basketball. I'll I, tell you look, what. He saved Christmas. I, I loved Ernest when I was a child, and that's where it needs to stay. I would, I would rather I would watch show my kids. Ernest Scared Stupid again than watch this movie. I agree with you. I would also rather watch Ernest Scared Stupid again than watch Eternals again. Hmm. Stay tuned next week when we watch Ernest Scared Stupid. No. Fuck you. You're welcome. This has been DQP Does, where we caterwauled about having to watch Spider-Man 3. Next week, we're going to watch The Amazing Spider-Man with the fantastic, I hope you can hear the sarcasm in my voice, Andrew Garfield. Um... <clears throat> Can can we get a words with Shane for the word caterwauled? <laughs> like what? Jesus, what word. the fuck did you just? You say? don't know what caterwauling is? I've never heard that word before. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you an actual uh, actual definition here from uh, the urban side of the internet. <laughs> no, it's it's a uh, this is a real word. This is a real word. Okay. Um, Verb, often as noun caterwauling, of a cat make a shrill howling or wailing noise. The caterwauling of a pair of bobcats as adjective caterwauling, figurative, a caterwauling guitar. Noun, a shrill howling or wailing noise. Late Middle English from cat and imitative wall. I like this word. It describes my singing. Yes, it does. Mine too. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I can't believe you guys have never heard caterwauling before. I have. Uh, there's a lot of times I don't pay attention in life, so some things just go by me. What? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's going to do it for this episode of DQB Does. If you want to hit us up, go ahead. Uh, draft at gmail.com. Give us that five-star rating. Subscribe. Please. Blah, blah, blah. All the normal podcast shit that you hear in every episode of every show ever. Thanks. Have a great day. Or evening. Whatever. I, whatever. Uh, I'm, what fucking quote? There's nothing to quote in this movie. Um, okay, here you go. I love romance. I'm French. Boom. <laughs> Best line in the movie. Yep. <laughs> yep. This has been a production of the Drafty Quarters Podcast Network.